Hi, this is Paige Willerton. I'm Tamaris Jones. Hello. <laughs> Hello, this is Kira Khan. And today we're going to talk about teenage disappearances. We chose this topic because. Both books talk about teenage disappearances. Paige and Jamiri's book was The Paper Towns, and my book, Kira Khan, my book was The True... Who's that? The Absolutely, oh, the absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. Okay. So the first slide, we have two pictures uh, two teenage people ran away, and then the title slide says Teenage Disappearances by Jamari Johns, Kira Khan, and Paige Middleton. And the next slide is your page. <clears throat> Hi. Oh, this is not me. This is not true. Who wrote this? I wrote this? Oh, okay. Sorry. Back to me, Kira. <laughs> okay. In my first title slide, I said reasons for running away would include. Family problems, physical abuse, and stress. From one article, it has said, um, and I quote, well, in their quote, I said, the most common reasons that teens run away is family problems. Family problems might include fights over things like money, grades, or strict rules. Often Often teens may run away because of emotional, physical, or sexual abuse at home. If a friend is being abused, you can get help. And I got this from the website of Girls Go Gov, and it was from the first article. And in my book, A Part Time Indian, this is trying to title up, a character from the book named Anne, a character from the book named Mary, left home because she was emotionally unhappy in her environment. You call her Mary? Yes, Mary. I don't know how I did that. So that concludes my first title slide. That's one. Okay. So, um, I'll elaborate more on that. Um, people freeze the teeth, run away, of course, for many, many different reasons. Slow down. Is, um, it's hard for me to slow down. No Alright, so Anne ran away because she might have won. Hey, who was Anne? I mean, I put Mary the wrong name. Anne. I'm sorry. Mary Anne. I didn't mean to put Anne. What would you say? It's, it's Mary. Mary. Yes, it's a typo. It's Mary. Mary. Alright. So she might have wanted to run away to get away from her life there and be able to experience new things without being held down by her parents. <laughs> no, yeah. <Okay>. <clears throat> Paige is turning the Chromebook around to the face her. Hi, this is Paige. How might the parents feel, you ask? Well, from this website, um, one of every two teenagers have run away. Most teenagers have a good reason and why the, in their head is why they're running away, but there is no good reason to put their parents through stress or sometimes make them angry. In the book Pepper Towns by John Green, the 
the parent, the parents of the missing girl Margot said, "I'm I'm not frustrated. I'm done." Green 101. As the number of teens running away increased, more parents. Sorry, that was the bell interrupting us. In real life. So as the number, let me let me elaborate. Let me get off the slide and elaborate. So the reason of me saying this is because parents are no like they're they're in fear, but if it's a constant pattern with the teen, they begin to be frustrated and upset. And then the more that the teens are running away, the more that the households are falling apart and the child just go through certain mental things. And, you know, some steps you can take before your child runs away. And we're going to get to that soon. Turning back to Kiara. Okay, and I'm live. So, reasons on why you should not run away include... I'm going to name, like, a good 10. But the reasons why you should not run away are because... I'm sorry. I misspoke. The questions you should ask yourself before running away should include, are these things you can do to improve the situation at home? What would you make it okay to stay at home? No, what would make it okay to stay at home? Where will you stay if you leave? What will you do for money and food? Is it running, is it running away safe? Who can you count on for help? Are you being realistic about what life would be like if you leave? What are the other options? If you end up in trouble, who can you call? If you want to go home, what would happen? Now, from a quote from the girlshealth.gov I have received was, Running away comes with a lot of responsibilities. Teens who run away face a high risk of living on the streets, going hungry, and other serious worries. If, they are thinking, if you are thinking about running away, here are a few questions to ask yourself. In quotations, girlshealth.gov. Turning back to Jamirius. Before I get into my slide, I want to elaborate more on that slide. Um, to summarize, there are many, many concerns and questions you should ask yourself before you even consider. There are several alternatives that you can take, and anything could, be, could possibly be better than just running away from home. But to continue on with our presentation, um, what is running away even, what are the effects of running away? What are the leave behind on friends and family? So running away, of course, running away from home, your family, your friends, they will inevitably be looking for you to some extent, um, which is what happened in our book, Paper Towns by John Green. Um, the protagonist, his name was Clinton. He, he did become determined to find Margot, who had run away mysteriously, and, and as he was he was chasing her or finding her, he he started to grieve her um, disappearance after shouting and pounding the ground and the roots near a tree over and over again, shouting that he misses her, which can be cited on um, page 157 of Paper Towns by John Green. Now, um, of course, that, that does leave a lot of... Uh, emotion to be a lot of emotions from both parents, friends, family, anyone who you really were associated with. It truly is a tragic thing and you can easily get help and find solutions to your problems.
We all agree. Yes, I do. Now, this is Paige Middleton coming back to you live, and these are steps you could take to find a runaway. Um, but in this slide right here specifically, I have a picture of a misty background as if a team is by a railroad. And so what this side is containing of is me comparing like how in the book they use their clues to find, to try, but they had clues that Margot left and they knew how to find her. And okay, I'm sorry for this. <laughs> okay. I thought she was playing. Okay, so sometimes teens are running away from something that can might be causing them from harm or depression. <clears throat> sometimes teens are running away from something that may be causing them some harm, depression. And as a helping, you know, friend or family member, you might want to take certain steps to find out where did they go? Where, where are they going? And sometimes it can be somewhere easy, like a little go-to hangout or like, you know, another friend or family member's house. And my book, The Detective, has a pattern of information where Margo have left clues everywhere. The quote is, clues everywhere. The day she ran away to Mississippi, she ate alphabet soup and left in her bowl A, A, M, an I, an S, another S, and a P. Quotation, green 102. <laughs> Just like that, you can use that to find your team. So, of course, people will run, of course people will, um, run away, but... In the event that someone does come back, what steps should you do to help um, and ensure that they don't do anything like this again? Well, as a parent, you, of course, can be um, more loving of your child, cause, or more loving and understanding of them and what they're going through. And you can even try helping them or just even listening can be good enough for your child, um, which, is also, which is also a good tactic to use, as there are some others. But punishing your child is something that you shouldn't do, as that might invoke them to do again or make them. Not stop doing anything. What this um, book chapter thing do? What the last thing do? Oh, made this night. Of course, um, punishing a child might invoke them to do it again or might have them regret why they would even come back in the first place. Which is um which is a quote from a book where said by Mrs. Jacobson, I believe, who said um, that maybe she would receive we she would need loving consequences if she ever did come back, which can be said on um, page one hundred and one of Paper Town by John Green. Oh, so back up to Jamaria's slide. Um, I clearly agree you should not be hostile or aggressive towards the teen or child if they do try to come back. You should want to take them in loving, open arms, even though what they did was very, very dangerous, very wrong and dangerous. Now, turning back to Paige Middleton. 
Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. uh, Steps. So these are the steps. I'm touching back on the basics, and these are the steps that you can take. So one of it is call any friends, classmates, and associates to ask about the teen and when were they last seen and have they been seen recently. See if you can get any information about who they contacted last. Visit some of the teens' hangouts and friends' homes. See what might they what they might have took with them to give a clue of what environment they are going to. And what I mean by that, like if they took like jackets or like shorts or something like if they planning on to be somewhere, you know, where it's a little bit more chilly, they'll take a jacket. They going somewhere to be like more hot and outside, they'll take some shorts, some pants, their computer, you know, things like that. <clears throat> and monitor your home. Ask your neighbors have they seen your team leave the house. And how and where might they have feel like they were going? Some things, some some things, simple steps can help find your team. Quinn and his friend took the time to look through Margot's computer and records to find out what amount have she left. And they kind of didn't. They kind of found some clues, but they didn't find exactly out where she was going. But they had to use what she been talking about recently and glue it all together to try to find her. So, in your book, did they, um, like, who found who? I mean, who found Margo? She's still missing. She's still missing. Oh, yeah, part of the book. I ain't got that for you. I mean, no. It's just, she's missed for a long time. How long is she missing? She's like, I had it for like a few months, but this is kind of like, like yeah, so for, the, for the movie, I thought it was a year. Don't she eventually come back, right? She died. Mm. I don't know, boy. But who's slide? It's my page. It's a slide. So, who is doing the running, you ask? <laughs> Okay, so boys and girls become runaways at an equal pace. Each gender accounts for 50% of the runaway population, although some studies show that 70, 75% of the runaways are girls. In both of the books, Pepper Town and the absolutely true diary of a part-time Indian, the females are running away from the homes while the males are fighting through the problems. For example, in the absolutely true diary of a part-time Indian, the main character's sisters leave due to the poor conditions they are living in. In Pepper Towns, the main character, Margot, no, the main character, girl crush, run away from home in the town because she don't like the way the things are running and she also wants to leave home. And I feel like females, they are kind of more independent, so they feel like, okay, well, I can do bad all by myself, so they decide, okay, I'm going to leave home, and I'm not going to come back, and, and like in the book, which I didn't put this in the slide, half of those children end up, end up, end up having a part-time job, not succeeding in life. Oh, okay, back to what Paige was saying about the book, The Part-Time Indian. Um, Junior, which is the main character, he is very sad when his sister leaves from home because they were very, very close, and now she's gone. It kind of doesn't have anyone to rely on anymore. How are you going to finish on this? Of course, running away is a very, um, can be seen as very impulsive, and decisions like this shouldn't be made alone. 
Um, as Pitch was saying, that they both ran away because it didn't like how things were going. But if they might have talked to someone or gotten some sort of help, they might not have done what they did and might have been better off for them as individuals. Now, to conclude to our next slides, you might want to, it's a good thing, you might want to know, and it might be a good thing to recognize when someone might leave home. They might, um, they might do several things like start packing or asking you to hold money or just having unusual eating habits or unusual behavior that they wouldn't normally have. But there are steps you can take as a friend to be able to help them and uh, help them uh, make a decision. Um, I know they might even might, they might even um, say certain things or give you uh, hints in their speech that they might be um, planning to leave. So it's good that you can pick up on them. It's good that you can pick up on them so you can um, prevent anything that might happen in the future. Like in um in Pepper Towns, our character um Margo who ran away before the day before she left or she, she even vanished, she said, I will miss hanging out with you, T Clinton, which was um the last thing she had probably said to anyone who lived in that town for a while. And if only he had um thought of like a deeper it had a deeper understanding of what she had meant, he might have been able to stop her or he might be able to uh, help her, but it was it was just unfortunately too late for anything for any decision to be made. So she happened to leave, and I think he kind of um, blamed himself in a sense. But it's I don't know. next. Mm. This is Paige. <clears throat> So there are many steps you can take to stop the um, teen from running away early. And as a parent, sometimes you don't understand what your teen is going through. But, you know, some things you can do as a parent to make your teen feel comfortable at home and, you know, speak to you. And so one thing I said was create an atmosphere of acceptance. If your teen feels a certain way, a certain ways about things or something they are doing, like a sport or any kind of thing, then you show them that you support it and you will support them no matter what, you know, to make them feel good about themselves. And another how do you support sports people? Come to their games. What if they don't do sports? How do you support someone who doesn't do any sports? Yeah. Like any good accomplishments they have, then you just, you know, be like, you know, I'm proud of you and you're doing such a good job and all that. And the second one is check in with your team. When your team is when you are checking in with your team, you don't have to, you know, be all over them. But, you know, asking them occasionally, like, how was their day? It never hurts. It just makes them feel kind of better. Like, okay, she cares about me. Because maybe at school, your team don't have as many friends and don't get to vent as much. And respond to threats. So if your team or speak of negative things and try to try to figure out how both you guys can work through it together. And if they want to be independent, then make sure you can give them, like, the best advice to do by themselves. And what if you think they need more than just to be by themselves? What if they're really scaring you? Then you can um, what's oh get counseling. You think you should put someone in counseling? Yeah, if they, if they don't want counseling, then you know, still try to you know talk to your team and try to open help them open up to you.
one good thing is to let them know that they're not alone. Um, listening is um, a good way of getting someone to, or stopping someone from doing something they might regret later on. Makes sense? Yeah. Right. Carrie, you want to comment on anything? Um, I agree with what y'all said. And, um, check your children and encourage them to do good in everything they do. Yep. How do you encourage them to do well in school? Um, reward good grades. So you think that parents should be checking their students' grades? Yes. That makes sense. How often do your parents check your grades? When they come in the mail. Oh, when they come in the mail, that's it? They don't check sis at all? Nope. Jamarius, do they check sis? No. But Kira, is your When you feel like I'm slacking, you check it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Do ladies, I know you're in um, soccer. Do your parents see your grade check forms before you turn it back into your coach, or they just go straight to your coach? They go straight to my coach. Did you ever have to do grade check forms for robotics? No. Okay. Like, All right. Keep after math. Did I ever? I think I did. I did. I just I wanted. I, I thought I had it. Okay. So um. After, so you might be thinking, what would happen? You might be thinking, what would happen after for the aftermath? So I said, if you ever find yourself not knowing what to do after you come back into contact with someone who has ran away, here are some tips on what to do. Take a break from each other. Do not start talking about it right away. You need to give them space and time because their emotions might be too high and at the point to where your attention might be so high with each other because you're so mad at each other for whatever reason. You won't get anywhere in the conversation. You just keep on um, hurting to the feelings and like, not listening to the other person's side on why they ran away or why you should have stayed. And then another tip is ask and listen. Like, why did they leave? What could you have done to not make them leave? What made them leave? Uh, and um, talk. Talking is a big tip. But, like, don't force the conversation. If it's not going accordingly to how you want it to, just stop, take a break, and come back to it after everyone has cooled down and refocus their anger on something else. So the biggest thing you should do is understand why and what you can do with both of you tonight cause conflict like that again to where the next person has to leave and run away and cause self-harm to their self. Because a teen a teen is not a teen is not um what's what I'm looking for? Again, and a teen not experienced enough to leave the household try try to hold down a job. A teen? A teen. Oh, a teen. A teen is not experienced enough to hold down real world situations by themselves until they're much older. So that concludes my slide for aftermath. Oh, hold on. Jamari Jones wants to to add. So basically, to add on to what she was saying, um, even though you don't want to, you don't want to, um, you know that they just come back. You don't want to be too, you don't want to pressure them into saying anything because they most likely are emotionally unstable and prone to doing various things. But at the same time, I don't think you really want to leave them by themselves because isolation itself is a bad thing for them at the time. They you do want to give them some sort of company to stop them from uh, doing like this in the future. Um, it's, it is preventable. It is avoidable. 
just be there to listen and you might not you might not even you might not even be able to relate to what they're saying but it is a good thing that you are there for them which is something they need to know but next slide is something I did not write so I will pass to one of these ladies who wrote this slide oh this me Kim Denise Khan. You know, I'm going to name it Shanice. I don't think you know. Denise Khan. Shanice. I know it's Shanice. Yes, I'm talking Shanice. I'm about to think she don't know it's real. It is Shanice. Okay. She don't know it. That's okay. Yes, I do. Okay, so interesting facts. Interesting facts about teenage runaways. Even the, ooh, I put a though. I put the wrong though. I put the slang term though. Sorry, that's a typo. Even though teenage runaways are very sad to hear about, these are just a few interesting facts about the topic. One in seven young people between the ages of 10 to 18 run away for various reasons. Youth ages 12 to 17 are more at risk of homelessness than adults. 75% of runaways are female. Estimates of the number of pregnant homeless girls are between six to twenty-two percent, and though even though that kind of sounds low, it's very, very high. Seventy-five percent of homeless or runaway youth have dropped out of school, or worse, most of the teenage runaways drop out of school because they're on the run, so they can't go to school anymore. Like common sense, yeah. Jamaris, I would like to. Oh, sorry. I would Page like wants to elaborate, <clears throat> and so also with that, I feel like some some pregnancy teens really really need their support because their pregnancy runaway pregnancy teen turned into a runaway um, parent, and now both the child and the parent are very yes, and it can cause losing the child. It can cause both of y'all being homeless, shelter lot yeah, a lot of stress. From, you know, not having that support that you need. And then I feel like as a parent, sometimes, half the time, it's not even your fault. <clears throat> the teen just might feel like, okay, might make up in their own head. Like, okay, I know they're not going to go. But just make, you always need to make up. So, your child feel like they can come to you within anything because sneaky things happen behind strict closed doors. She feels good for it. And, um, of course, these numbers are much higher than what they should be. I don't think children should be running away this often. I think they should be um, expressing their feelings, expressing their thoughts, and trying to get help and find solutions, even if they do have to leave. There are several alternatives to where you can go and places where you would be much safer than just running away and not exactly having a plan. It's me, I think. Oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. Three. I mean, hang five to do that. Three. But two. Are we going to do this? It's fine. I'll put it in my. So, um,. I'm going to be making the comparison um, uh, about the topic of running away to Paper Towns. It is actually, running away is actually a very uh, major and important part of our book, as, of course, one of the main characters runs away, and um, her disappearance is being uh, briefed, I would say, or talked about for a large portion of the book. Um, she, of course, Quentin is looking at looking for her countlessly, tirelessly. I not countlessly, but looks looks tirelessly for her all the time. And he is continuing continuing to find clues and ways 
uh, searching for her and places to even search. And every day, by the book and by the page, he is getting closer and closer to her location. Um, of course, she disappears at the end of senior year, so it's kind of um, really present for him because he has to do finals, he takes several tests for school. But along the way, he does uh, go on a journey and learns a lot about himself. For he learns a lot about himself as he goes on the, as he is going on this journey to find her. Um, there's I think we have this last slide, which is a comparison to the absolutely true diary of a part time again, which I had to remember her because or be Kira because she is in person with this book. Okay, so <clears throat> my comparison to the absolutely true diary of a part-time Indian to teenage runaways or a semi-important topic that my book talks about is running away. In my book, the main character, Junior's big sister named Mary, runs away from home to get married. Even though she married a man she literally just met at a casino she used to be employed at, she wants to run away to start a new life. In the book, she is not happy with her life living on a Native American reservation because they are poor. After high school, her life just gets very depressing since she does not live up to her expectations in life. At high school, she was a writer and she was very creative. But when she got out of school, she just stopped being all the creative. So which in turn leads to her running away and starting a new life for her husband. And they, and, and ironically... They are still poor. Now she lives in a um a RV with her husband, and but they travel. She's very happy though. They travel and um goes to different places inside the um RV home. Okay, and so and like I said before, when the teens run away or the, the you know the child run away, they feel like they can do better, but often they get not not right back down to where they were before or even worse than what they were before because sometimes you do need that extra guidance because it's like your parents probably went through what you went through they already experienced it they leveled up or maybe you know like and it's still kind of tight but you know they understand what <clears throat> what it what it means to be a so sorry for the sorry, cutoff yeah. Yeah, but like I was saying, yeah, you just really need you need you need some guidance and like you you can't just figure it out by yourself, which you probably could, but it just don't lead to anything great. And so this is us closing off as a group. Or or you wanna add? Oh Jamaris wants to add. Um, I just wanna do a recap. Um of course, with today that running away is never or not never, but never a good option. And even though if you are planning to run away, you should talk to someone, you should get some help. There are several alternatives. There are several hotlines you can call about um, what it, what's going on at home. There are people who are willing to listen and people who are willing to talk. But you should know that you're not alone. And in this um, in your situation, of course, um, we did talk about how they related to our books, how the characters run away, and the consequences and aftermath of what happened after they left. But... On all, there are steps you can take. There are things you can do, and that's about it. Also, honestly, I mean, my name is Jamaris Johns. Um, my book's name was Paper Towns by John Green. This is these are other members. Um, this is Kiera Khan, and I'm signing off. And my book was a part-time Indian something something something. And I'm Paige Rubinson, and you are done listening to my 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> <laughs>